Hi, I'm Elizabeth Noyce, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. McGurk! I Do love not typing. Not messing my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you <laughs> like it? It's being, becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther boardroom or ballroom. Because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Yeah! The Flash movie released its first official trailer and a TV spot during this year's Super Bowl game. <sighs> Sorry, I just had to take a minute for myself. You know, the Eagles, they, di- they didn't win, and it was it was tough. It was hard for me. I was, I was, I was cheering <laughs> for the, the Eagles, too. They had a lot of uh, Alabama football boys in there. so I was, We almost had them. It was so disappointing. <laughs> Very close. Close game, close game. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it featured a lot of good looks. Uh, Sal- uh, Sasha Kadye's Supergirl. Uh, Kadye's. How have, is it destroy- that I can't get this? Have, okay, it's like Carmina Burana. <laughs> All over again. <laughs> we have to train ourselves, Sasha Kaje. You will. You have it, uh, Sasha. <laughs> Sasha Kaje's. Uh, so there was a lot of good looks at her Supergirl. Yeah. So uh, we probably can't talk about everything that happened in that trailer because a lot is happening. A lot. Of, a lot is going on in the in the official trailer, and then there was a TV spot that was also released alongside of it so so much is happening in that uh in those two uh looks uh, for the flash movie from the super bowl uh but we could maybe start with the supergirl portions and then morgan if you have any other thoughts you want to share about the the flash i guess he's in it but it's mostly mostly (laughs) batman and supergirl it seems like but uh but we can talk about some of that if you want to uh, but I guess uh, we've got some overlays here, so I guess this will just help us gu- guide us through the process. I tried to put them in maybe like what I thought maybe are chronological Supergirl moments throughout yeah, the movie, yeah. but who knows? I mean, it's, who knows? Uh, it's involving Flashpoint scenarios and uh, d- uh, alternate realities, so I have no idea exactly what the order is <laughs> for the sequence of events here. <laughs> um, but it does look like uh, we got a look at who I think is uh, Kara imprisoned in a facility. Um, this does remind me, and I think a lot of people have caught on to this, this may be uh, the movie trying to uh, take from the Superman of Flashpoint uh, at the beginning of New 52. And we'll, we'll maybe we'll, uh, Morgan, maybe we, we should maybe read that before we see the movie so we can have a better understanding of the inspiration behind it. So uh, in that version of Superman, he's a very skinny uh, cow. He's imprisoned. Um, and so I think they're just using uh, Supergirl here in replacement of Superman yeah. in that story. So uh, so we got a, a good look. I'm, I th- I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be uh, Kara imprisoned here. Um, so uh, it looks like uh, she is... Um, not doing great. Uh, no. She's, she's uh, having a, a hard time. It looks like she's been in there for maybe a while. Uh, but then we get a really uh, good look of her uh, and doing a little better, I think. Um, what I think is interesting, um, and some I, I saw some people pointing this out on Twitter, is that um, 
she's wearing this sort of I don't know what would you call that Morgan it's almost like a like a prison prison like, rags maybe yeah like it looks like sh like like an like institutionalized almost mm. maybe but like she's turned it into like a, a cool thing that shows off her guns I, I don't think that <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually they give you like a prison uniform but they're like I'm gonna give you like a nice little scoop neck and and get your <laughs> get your sleeve and it's gonna be sleeveless it's gonna be so chic uh, <laughs> yeah it does look like she's in some sort of like facility i noticed that in like another shot where she's fighting and it, we were like whoa where is supergirl uh in this scenario like it looks like she's like in maybe in prison or you know some sort of uh facility that they've got her locked up in or something like that doesn't look like she's had a fun time yeah so in in the shot of her wearing her sort of prison garb uh it looks like there's another language uh, that is on the uh, the front of it, and some people I saw on Twitter um, had uh, translated the language. I'm not exactly sure. I think some people think it's Russian, but I am not a speaker of that language. Uh, but it does translate, so I'm told, to most dangerous. So her her prison garb identifies Kara as most dangerous. So uh, we'll see if that is uh, the case. It sort of seemed like that in the uh, trailer. Um, so uh, uh, I don't know exactly. So if people in the live chat, if you have, um, if you have the language for that, let me know. I was trying to find that because I tried to do a, like a Google translate uh, from Russian and I probably didn't type in the Russian correctly. Uh, Mark uh, agrees that it says most dangerous in Russian. So it's probably Russian. Uh, maybe we should, uh, we, we did have a Russian um, uh, consultant during uh, season five. No, we had Russian stuff in season four with Red Daughter. Oh, it looks like we maybe have a visitor. I guess we can. Could... Oh, hi, buddy. I'm so Beaker. Beaker <laughs> says that he is actually, this is a little known fact, but he's actually fluent in Russian. So he's uh, the most dangerous. He's the, and he is the most dangerous. <laughs> I had to, uh, just a little back behind the scenes podcasting. I just, I just messaged Rebecca. I said, oh my God, something's going on with Beaker. I'll be right back. Because I had heard like what sounded like this like plaintive scream. And I was like, oh, oh no. my God. Oh, and I look, no. I run over, I ran around the couch and he's looking out the window and he just turns around to look at me. He was just screaming at himself in the window. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with him. He's fine. It's good. He's fine. He's That's thriving awesome. in fact. <laughs> Yeah, so I was trying to vamp for a little bit uh, <laughs> just to just to cover Morgan there, but uh, but yeah, so it does look like uh, Supergirl is in this facility and she is considered the most dangerous, which is probably true because we also see that she is uh, being shot at by a bunch of like laser Ooh. cannon things, and uh, she seems to be doing fine up in the sky. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know why she's got like the same outfit as like that little creepy girl from the ring. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> Hopefully uh, she'll get to change out of that uh, not too long after this <laughs> scene. Maybe they'll give her some uh, cool stuff. I Actually, I wish they would sell t-shirts that had like most dangerous on them. Ooh, I, that'd be I, fun. That, that would be really cool. I would, I would maybe buy one of those uh, because it's very fitting because Supergirl does seem to uh in the trailer come to batman's aid batman is about to it looks like be shot by some uh guard at this facility that supergirl's being um contained in and she it looks like i slowed it down because i wasn't exactly sure what she was doing I, I know like when i saw it in real time i could definitely see that she was 
like punching the guy. But when I slowed it down frame by frame, it looks like she's stopping a bullet with her hand. Um, and that makes it way cooler than just That's punching pretty somebody. Cool. That's pretty cool. It looks like Batman is about to punch the guard, but Supergirl gets there first and, and prevents him from being shot. So that's actually a pretty go- cool use of uh, of that shot. So I, li- I like that. And it's, I don't know, I sort of get the feeling that Batman and Barry, or maybe the two berries uh, that are in this movie, <laughs> Double uh, the, Barry. the various berries that are in this movie, I don't know if they're doing this together, but uh, it seems like they are going to the facility to break Supergirl out. Did you get that impression? It did seem that way. I wasn't really sure how the Supergirl kind of came into it, um, but that kind of was what I was picking up from the trailer. It's really hard to tell because it does, you know, cut things like pretty fast. But I, that's that was my guess is that they were going to, I guess, find Supergirl. Maybe, yeah, I it, don't know where she is or how they found out about her, but it looks like they were maybe, maybe saving her or breaking her out. Yeah, that's what it sort of seems like to me. I thought I had a shot of the um, Supergirl suit laying out, uh, but I don't for some reason. Uh, but uh, there is a shot where it looks like her... It, I assumed it was the Supergirl suit because it was in the, all the, the midst of the shots of Supergirl. It could be the Superman suit. I don't know. Um, uh, but it looks like she maybe had the suit. And then so maybe she had been a known uh, dangerous Kryptonian uh, uh, hero before she was sent into this facility. I don't know. Uh, but it does seem like she did have a suit because we do later see her in the suit. So, um, uh, so we got a, a couple of good shots of her in uh, the suit and wearing the suit with uh, uh, flying alongside what I think is the Batwing and the two berries in the Batwing. Um, so uh, uh, we got some really pretty good shots of the suit in the uh, in the S shield and um, uh, Supergirl using heat vision. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, also we do, uh, get a shot, which, uh, I think is, uh, Kara and Barry going to possibly Wayne Manor is what it looks like. Oh, I, that's so funny. Okay. Good call. Because, uh, and when I saw this shot, I initially thought it was the double berries. Oh, maybe it is the double berries, but I'm right. Are, am I right though? Because like, didn't both of the double berries have kind of the same haircut? Uh, her no, hair seems a little poofy. I, you know, I thought it was like Supergirl fresh out of the facility and then like they were going back to the Batcave. But I think you're right because the both of the berries are seen in the Batcave. So I think you're ah. actually right. I think that's maybe not uh, Sasha Kaje's Supergirl. That's probably the other berry. So, uh, <laughs> so that is a, a good, a good call. <laughs> hey, bud. Hi. Hi, friend. <laughs> he has some. He, oh, okay. He want. Would you like to speak? <laughs> he has some some big ideas about how Supergirl is going to be instrumental in the Flash movie. Yeah, right. That's what you think. You think it's going to be all super. Everything's coming up, Supergirl. That's what he thinks. <laughs> he always wants to screen time, but he never wants to like vocalize his no. His thoughts. He never wants to share his opinions. He's a he's a strong, silent type. Is what he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so thank you for clearing that up for me. I, I do think that's Wayne Manor, but I think you're right. I think it's the uh, Double Berries. 
Um, something that I'm a little concerned on uh, about and I have mixed feelings about is the usage of uh, General Zod, Michael Shannon's General oh, yeah. Zod in uh, this movie. I was surprised about that. Did you know about this, that he was going to be in it? So a long time ago, I read a leaked uh, list of things that were going to be in the movie, and it did mention General Zod. And there was also something in that a leaked. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Beaker heard it was leaked. <laughs> Beaker wanted Beaker. spoilers. Beaker is not a spoiler cat. He's like, <laughs> I am furious. He was furious that that was leaked. How dare you? How dare you leak all of the, all of their hard work and dedication? He said. He said, enjoy the movie the way it's supposed to be seen. <laughs> right, buddy? No spoilers for the audio listener uh, who's listening to this later. Beaker looked directly at the camera. Uh, when he, I mentioned that I guess, there was a I guess he's, he might just hang out here for the whole, oh, okay. the whole episode. He can, he can be uh, our third co-host. He's got some big thoughts and big feelings, <laughs> and he just he's he's gonna he's gonna hop in on this one. I think that's right? totally, that's totally fine. Oh, thank yeah. you. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that uh, that noise you just heard was Beaker uh, uh, sharing his thoughts. I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, what he, he said, what, he, oh, oh, what was that, Beaker? This movie is going to revolutionize film as we know <laughs> it. Oh my god, James Gunn said that too. <laughs> it's the greatest movie of all time. What? Citizen Kane, move over. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I don't know, Morgan, what do you, well, I guess I should explain, I should go back to the leak thing. Um, uh, there was a, a, a leak on the internet that mentioned Michael Shannon's Zod, and there was something else in there that caused me to, uh, have a little bit of a, a heart attack, maybe a couple of little heart attacks. Oh. Um, so I'm, a, I'm very nervous about this movie because things that were in that list of leaks uh-huh showed, up, in, showed up. up showed up in this trailer Nobody. and so uh if if what i read was in there uh it'll be it'll be a little devastating um, oh re- so is it something that's like going against some of the other earlier movies we don't obviously we don't want to get into spoilers but if it is true it could theoretically completely erase the snyderverse Ah, interesting. Uh, so I don't I know mean, if that's would, true. Why bother doing that when you've like established a multiverse? I guess I don't really understand. And they have like spe- okay, specifically <laughs> they, they have, El- have Elseworlds. Beaker has decided that like this is his episode. This is his <laughs> moment. And he has gotten more aggressive about getting in my way now and like really just taking over my whole section of the feed i understand that that like what i'm what i'm saying is not as interesting as what you're saying beaker and i I get that i you have strong opinions about the dc eu and i respect it he looks really tired though i I don't think he's he's a a little sleepy he says i love batman that's what he said and so does the wb don't worry So I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm hoping that maybe the thing that I read is maybe, maybe uh, reshuffled in the reshoots, uh, just because I think it's a rather cruel thing to do to a man that they shoved out uh, after his daughter uh, committed suicide. Uh, That seems a little too cruel even for them. So 
Um, I uh, I hope that's not the case. So yeah, I, I suspect that they wouldn't have a whole movie establishing a multiverse and then like shut down any portion of it um, and be like, well, that part of the multiverse was not a thing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like some of the multiverses get like a little messed up. Um, but I think, you know. Yeah, as, uh, as, lo as long as Michael Keaton's fine. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> How's he doing? He seems to be doing okay uh, uh, for for a man uh, of his age. He's, he's what if still he, rocking what if the, the big reveal. Suit. What if the big reveal was that he's back as Batman? Like, <laughs> it's Michael. It's me, Michael, and I'm back, baby. <laughs> 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 Nothing can stop me. <laughs> yeah, so the, his appearance was a big portion of the movie. Um, so it seems like he will be working alongside the the berries uh, pretty heavily in here. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the 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 Michael Shannon portion of it, it it does make me a little nervous. But it it does look like that uh, Supergirl uh, is going up against Michael Shannon's Zod, uh, in a, very much a similar situation in Man of Steel, uh, where. Uh, in Man of Steel, Superman goes uh, to meet General Zod. Well, Superman and Lois in this sort of desert facility with the military. Uh, so I think this is the scene with, that this is echoing. Um, so instead of Superman uh, and Lois going aboard the ship, it looks like Supergirl is having some sort of throwdown with him. Uh, so and even to the point where it looks like she punches him in the face. So uh, and, and there's also maybe some lightning around them. I don't know if the flash is moving around them uh, while she's doing this. Uh, so I don't know if she could get caught up in, I don't know if Supergirl could get caught up in the, uh, the speed force, maybe like in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League with uh, Clark fighting the Justice League and, and the Flash <laughs> gets caught by uh, Clark, uh, Clark not knowing he was uh, kind of on the same level with the super speed. Um, but that's kind of what that looks like. So definitely getting some Supergirl action against General Zod. Uh, so I think that's where a lot of the heat vision and uh, heat vision and the the yelling seems to be maybe in the same place. Um, yeah, uh, there's, so. there's also a couple of other different shots uh, with Supergirl. There's uh, looks like Supergirl is carrying someone up into the clouds. Uh, ah. Not exactly sure who that is. It could be one of the berries needing to. I don't know, be refreshed uh, by lightning. I don't know if she's going up into a <laughs> Maybe storm. Maybe she's going to just sort of toss him into the sun. <laughs> you never know. She's like, it works for me. I'm sorry. How was I to know? <laughs> That's just the way she does it. Don't worry. Uh, there's more. <laughs> so uh, let's see. I think the uh, only other remaining shots were the Supergirl with the Batwing, which were actually pretty cool. I think that's a, a, a neat thing to show um, that... Uh, Supergirl, Supergirl can be up there. I guess I guess you should say it the other way around. The Batwing can be up there with her. Um, so uh, we we do get um, some pretty good shots of her in the suit. Uh, not great shots with these uh, YouTube screenshots that I have, um, but uh, <laughs> it does. Good. It's a, it's pretty good. It looks like she has blue boots, which is oh, kind of yeah. surprising to me. I didn't notice that either, but that is kind of surprising. Yeah, so um, uh, so I think uh, I think we had seen uh, Andy Muschietti. I think had released uh, uh, a nice version of the the top half of the suit. So I think we had seen the S shield before, uh, but I had not seen the blue boots. So that seems new. Uh, I also wanted to mention that it looks like uh, because this is sort of somehow tied to the Snyderverse, it looks like Supergirl has the same 
uh, speed of sound capabilities as Henry Cavill's Superman. So that's been uh, somewhat consistent uh, in terms of the Kryptonian powers here. So I'm, I'm glad to see that. So at least there is some kind of connection. So I don't know if she's supposed to be Henry Cavill's cousin on another earth or something. I don't, I don't know, but at least that, that aspect of showing the powers are, are the same. So I, so I like that. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing like where in the story she like really fits in. I, I would assume she's on some different, um, you know, different, un- she's from a different universe, but I want to know what, like what the deal is like exactly. Is she Superman's cousin on that other universe? Why is she in Russian prison? Are they doing like a red daughter thing? That seems like a lot to add into this movie already. <laughs> You've already got 25 Batmans. And, you, you, know. you just have to show her punching rocks. That's all you need. <laughs> what if that was all they showed? It was just like an establishing shot of her punching rocks. And then it's like Keaton Batman comes and it's like, no, this movie is mostly about me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I am curious to hear what her story is. She did identify herself as Kara, which I was relieved about because I was like, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, is she going to be some new version of Supergirl? What what are they going to use? Is she going to be like the Matrix Supergirl? Uh, But it seems like she's going to be a... Uh, you know, OG Kara Zor-El. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little relieved about that. I wouldn't have minded if she was like Linda Danvers or something. Um, uh, but she, they could have uh, used any version of Supergirl, really. <laughs> so I'm glad to know that they used the car version. So that's good. Uh, anything else about the trailer uh, that you wanted to mention before we uh, move on? No, I, I thought, um, you know, with all the controversy, I was like, I don't know how interested, besides the Supergirl, I don't know how interested I am in the Flash movie, like, whatever. And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, hey, that looks like it could be good. I don't know if it's going to be greatest movie of all time. Good, but what <laughs> if? What if I keep talking about how this is the greatest movie of all time, and then we go see it, and I turn to you, and I go, that was the greatest movie of all time. Like, <laughs> what if I have to eat my own words? So uh, I was surprised. I thought that the trailer actually looked really good. And I was like, hey, okay, this looks like it could be fun. Uh, I think I think it could be a, a good movie. And I, 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 I liked a lot of the things that they had in the trailer. A little, some of it, obviously, for viewers of, like, the Flash TV show, might feel a little bit repetitive. But, like, it looked like they were, uh, were going to have fun with the the multiverse um aspect of it which i think you kind of have to i think that's to be frank i think that's why everybody's pushing this movie so hard because they need that multiverse aspect to like go to the next phase of whatever and they're like it needs to work but (laughs) based on the trailer it looks like it could be pretty good yeah and also uh, supergirl lots of supergirl lots of supergirl which i was surprised by um i'm i'm very nervous about this one i'm very (laughs) extremely nervous about it um, but I would agree that the trailer lo- was cut together really great. And it, um, it, it made it seem like it was a, a really, uh, interesting story and it had some really good visuals. I even, uh, though I'm not a huge flash fan, I liked some of the flash things that were in it, like the flash ring and, you know, getting to see, uh, gold boots and Barry's you know, new, uh, flash suit. Uh, so some of that was really, uh, interesting to me from a flash angle. And of course, my man, Ben Affleck, is going to be in there as Bruce, Wayne, and Batman. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be doing with him because I'm a little worried that uh, his Batman cowl that sort of looks like Ben Affleck's Batman cowl on the ground. 
uh, with some blood around. So I hope they don't kill him off in this movie. Uh, that no. would not. Uh, I can't tell you how uh, unbelievably disappointed and frustrated I would be if that was the case, because I really like his uh, Batman. So uh to be determined i guess uh, so so i'm i'm going in with uh, very low expectations and uh hoping not to be angry by the end of it <laughs> i suspect like by the end of the movie they'll be like here is the new reality i want them to do like by the end of, at the end of the movie i want them to uh to have like the new batman or superman like wake up in bed and like at the edges of the the, the like the screen is like the the dream thing from like saved by the bell <laughs> <laughs> and he's like man that other reality seems gnarly he, like he does like a, a breaking the fourth wall thing like uh uh oh my gosh uh, zach morris yes and then and then batman picks up his giant <laughs> 90s cell phone to call <laughs> alfred be like alfred i don't know why but i really want dunkin donuts could you <laughs> Could you make that happen for me? You know, you know, like the spirit of Batfleck, it lives on. <laughs> if people don't know, there was a really great Dunkin' Donuts uh, commercial. I think during this, it was a Super Bowl commercial. I think so, yeah. With uh, Ben Affleck working the the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru uh, and Jennifer Lopez shows up. It's actually really it's a as really some, good commercial as someone who loves dunkin donuts maybe not as much as ben affleck i respect <laughs> it man i respect the hustle you gotta you gotta start your morning with some dunkin america runs on it <laughs> it's only funny because there's a lot of paparazzi pictures of ben so affleck many. with dunkin donuts just walking around with dunkin donuts i often feel like that that uh picture of ben affleck where he's like desperately trying to hold on to all of his dunkin donuts <laughs> orders and, like, just looks like he's having a day and i'm like me too ben <laughs> me too <laughs> uh, so relatable um the only thing i'll mention about uh the only uh other thing i'll mention about this trailer was at the end of it uh on the youtube version i don't, I don't know if they did this on the the spot on tv during the super bowl but um they had a um a i don't, I don't know an in page or a, a card that popped up uh that said read it read where it all began go to a comic shop bookstore or visit dc.com slash the flash uh, I like that that rhymes DC com slash the flash. Um, and so uh, the Ooh. issues that uh, were put into that, uh, uh, that part of the uh, trailer uh, I've linked in the video description below. If you want to go check those out, I've also, I'm also going to put them in the audio podcast show notes. If you're interested in what issues that they recommended, uh, it was a lot of uh, Flashpoint, New 52 stuff. I, I think the other one was uh, a comic tie-in to the movie. So it uh, has Flash and Batman on the cover. So if I, I, I don't know which Batman that is. That may be Keaton's oh, yeah. Batman. Um, <laughs> but if you're interested in uh, prepping for this movie, the greatest movie of all time, uh, definitely check out those comics and get some inspiration. So I think we definitely should cover some of that superman flashpoint before we go see the movie so that we are up to speed i guess pun intended uh on uh what they're doing with the flash movie and uh morgan should we hop into the chat and just see what people are talking sure. about while while we're here before we I move see on an interesting one from mind the gap let me see if i can find it um that said uh all-star superman batman um the black glove supergirl woman of tomorrow and the authority all sold out yeah, it was hard to get to Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. So uh, th just the mention of those comics 
uh, got people buying them. So I, I think that's really great, uh, especially for Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. I'm glad that people are uh, picking that up. So I'm, I'm glad they're going to read one of the greatest Supergirl stories ever told, in my opinion. Uh, so there is that. Um, let's see. What are people saying about the... Uh-oh. Brian says he's a Giants fan in the chat. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can forgive that. I I see there's there's some Ben Affleck uh, uh, context. Uh, Mark says he actually worked that drive through in filming the ad. I think it was just outside Boston. And Ben Affleck is from Boston, I believe, or oh, some sure is. in the yeah. uh, surrounding area. What was so. the big movie that him and Matt Damon did that was like their breakout? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. I think yes. that was all set in Boston. They, that's they had that's the, the, uh, the thick uh, accent. How do you like them apples? Is that where that's that's from? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, has a uh oh, what's his name? Uh, why am I blanking on it? Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Why I was about to that... just do the Mrs. Doubtfire voice. I was gonna be like, hello, and I was like, that's not gonna help. <laughs> why was I blanking on it? Uh, let's see if there are any other uh, comments about the Flash movie. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Andy says uh, that there was a DC fandom teaser that opened with uh, some of the characters leaving a cab to Wayne Manor. Uh, yeah, so I think at some point Supergirl hooks up with the two berries. Um, so there is that. Uh, lots of Beaker love in the chat. Beaker for third host. Uh, I support Beaker for Mark. <laughs> uh, Brian is cheering on Beaker. I mean, everybody loves Beaker. He's, uh, a, he's very popular. Great, he's a great cat. He he loves the limelight and it loves him. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot to say in this one, surprisingly yes. enough. Yes, he, he wanted he really, to be present. He was like, listen, that Super Bowl trailer blew my mind. Let me talk all about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mind the Gap su suggests that maybe uh, Sasha Kajay's Supergirl is the Supergirl of Burton's Batman universe. So I wonder if that's where they've landed is mm. in the uh, Burton verse. That'd be interesting. Is is Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman still around? Bring her back. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to bring anybody back, we should bring Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Let's, let's get Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito in this. Let's, yes. let's do it. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, go all the way. Go all the, do you still have those penguins with the rocket launchers? <laughs> Fun fact, that was a mixture of real penguins and robot penguins. Oh, the real penguins. What good boys. Could you imagine? Like, and then you just kind of waddle. <laughs> I don't think they were the ones like carrying the penguins body into the water. I don't oh, think that probably. Would, I think that would I don't, be too I don't much think you can train a real penguin to do that. Uh let's see. Uh Daryl wonders if this supergirl came out of the open pod in Man of Steel. Possibly. Uh if you've never read the Man of Steel prequel comic, it's all about Kara Zorel. And it uh, sort of hints, I think, uh, that the open pod uh was a Kara. So Ooh. could definitely be. Uh, Mark says that the cow on the floor, uh, the Batman cow, might be Keaton's cow. So that could be the case. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mark also says there were comics promoted at the end of the new Shazam trailer. So that's that's good. I'm glad that that's they are. Cool. They, they've always kind of tried to tie some of these movies to the books. Um, but this this time around, I think they're doing it more like aggressively, like more visibly. Um, so I think that that's really great. It's um, smart. I feel like whenever these movies come out, there's a bunch of articles that come out. They're like, oh, if you want to understand or you want some background on this movie, you can read X, Y, Z. But I feel like it doesn't come directly from 
DC or Marvel, it's like, you know, different online publications kind of putting together a reading list for you. Like, why aren't they out there doing that? Like promoting their comics? Like, hey, you know, if you want to catch up on this, like this is the run that you should read. And here they all are patched together. Uh, as always, the, the worst thing about comics for me is always trying to figure out where to start reading and what to read. <laughs> and then I get overwhelmed and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, too too much. Yeah, I think uh, when people used to go to bookstores, I don't know if they still do anymore. Once upon a time when there were bookstores. Uh, I do remember when like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman came out in some of the bookstores, they would have displays of some of the books that were associated with the movie. So for BVS, you would see like the death of Superman and the Dark Knight returns i always like have to think about that before <laughs> the frank what's the what's the frank miller title and what's the christopher oh, nolan yeah nolan title, uh, title christopher nolan movie the dark knight rises frank miller dark knight returns um even though the dark knight rises actually used some stuff from the dark knight returns uh but mm-hmm. they it, at bookstores um they would do displays of that but I, it's good to see that dc is actually trying to promote them uh, we have an email from a, a longtime listener andy babact of the flash podcast who wrote in to share some thoughts about the flash movie trailer he writes quote greetings rebecca and morgan i hope my favorite kryptonian podcasters are doing well uh well i should clarify we are not kryptonian no uh, I wish. Uh, we, can't, but... we can't pretend to that honor. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, I was completely taken in by all the amazing visuals, nods, and cues from what looks to be the most expensive DC movie ever, which I actually think it is. For my <laughs> Supergirl thoughts, your your girl, Sasha Kaje, looks phenomenal as Kara. I know chances are likely low, but I am still, uh, still 100% holding out hope that she will get to star in Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. From everything I've been told about her role and performance in this film, she is and should get to continue being our latest girl of steel. Yeah, I don't know about uh, what they're going to be doing with that because they are, they do have a Supergirl in the Flash movie and then there's going to be a Supergirl in Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Will they uh, be the same Supergirl? It's just so confusing. Why are they keeping some people from the DCU and DCEU and not? Uh, just I just wish they would still just start over. Just start over. Yeah, honestly, it does feel like they should just, it sounds horrible because a lot of the casting, I think we're both on the same page, that a lot of the casting was really great, but like, if you can't just, I don't think you can just like keep half and lose half, you gotta either keep all or lose all, so it is confusing. But I'm excited for her uh, and her her take on the role, and I suspect that afterwards I'll be like, oh man, I hope we keep her, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I would be good either way. I just think as an audience member, it's it's a little confusing about what they're doing. Um, so who knows what will happen? We'll just have to keep our eyes on that. Uh, Andy goes on to say, but the more I've thought about this project, especially amid the controversy about a certain leading actor, I'm torn about this being what we get for The Flash's first feature film. It's very similar to how you guys felt about Supergirl season six. I want this to be Barry's story, but instead it feels like a semi-Batman 3 uh, and Andy writes <laughs> whispers. We will just pretend Gary accidentally erased Batman forever from the timeline, Morgan. I assume that's a Legends of Tomorrow reference. It is indeed, and that's a very Gary thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Andy says, it feels like a semi-Batman 3 for Michael Keaton with a dash of Flashpoint. Flashpoint is not something you use lightly, especially for a first movie, like Flash's first major motion picture film. What does a brother have to do to just get a Flash movie where Barry fights all the rogues or something? Flashpoint is a story you do to end a trilogy or even a second trilogy. WB has really made it a chore to be excited for the Flash, given everything that has happened and what is about to happen afterward. 
despite everything. I'm excited to see this, but extremely torn at the same time, especially as a Flash fan, unquote. Uh, I certainly understand that. Uh, that that must be frustrating for Flash fans to be like, yeah, we finally get a Flash movie on the big screen. And it's like, this, this, this yeah. is the one? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all about the Flash and about no other characters. <laughs> And then it's like, surprise, Michael Keaton's Batman busts through like the <laughs> Kool-Aid man. He's like, it's Batman now, baby. <laughs> Everything always is. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt, I actually felt that even while watching the trailer where I was like, what a weird place to start with like a flat, like people who aren't familiar with the Flash, who like didn't read the comics or didn't watch the TV show, like don't know anything about the Flash or starting from Flashpoint. Like that's not a great I mean, I don't know what kind of entry point that is for the character. It doesn't feel like a great entry point for like his first solo outing. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, and it's all going to be about timey-wimey stuff. Yeah, well, I guess uh, to Andy's point, uh, saying that it's something that you would use for later on, I guess yeah. I guess they are kind of technically using it for later on because Barry's, uh, Ezra Miller's Barry has been in several movies thus far. BBS, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Suicide Squad. Uh, I guess that's it. And so this, so this would be now his fourth appearance in a major motion picture. Um, so this is not exactly his first movie. It's his first like solo movie. Um, and also, I guess the New Fifty Two was the launching pad. Uh, Flashpoint was the launching pad for the New Fifty Two. So in theory, it relaunched a reboot of the DC universe. So it's it makes sense, and I think this is how they're rationalizing it, is that they are using this flashpoint S story in that same way that birthed the New 52. Um, and uh, it, it also in includes Barry's origin story with his mother, uh, Nora, and all, all of that. So I guess it makes sense for his first movie to be that, uh, but I can definitely understand the, uh, the problem uh, for Flash fans wanting to see something a little different because they kind of did a Flashpoint sort of thing on the Flash TV show and uh, the new 52 Flash, you know, has been out for a while. So it's not really anything different. It's it's almost as if like uh, I was trying to think of something Supergirl related that would be sort of similar. It, it, I guess <laughs> I guess uh, in comparison, it would be like if all we got were uh, reimagined versions of the totem storyline from season six would, <laughs> would we be hyped to see another version of that no we would not <laughs> i i wasn't hyped for the first version of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think you make a good point that he's definitely showed up in other things but it does i i agree with andy's point it feels like you know this would be a second or third movie topic not his first like solo outing is all flashpoint because it is you know it's a flash movie but also here's batman and here's another batman here's 25 other batmans and here's supergirl and here's this and here's that and i'm sure there's general zods here and it's like none of that really has a lot to do with the flash but okay well i i guess maybe to be fair there's two flashes as well that's true. Double double flash. Double, double flash. So uh so you're you're getting a lot of flash. Uh and then like uh little Barry, isn't it? Um, oh yeah, little so. little guys in there too. So yeah. three. Really. So three technically flashes. three berries. Um so yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it'll be interesting to hear what everybody thinks after the movie comes out. Does it will it feel like uh like a berry, like a flash movie, or will it still just feel like a Batman? 
heavy movie. Uh, I'd be curious to hear uh, the reaction after it's all said and done. Seem Gutierrez uh, 74 in the chat says, uh, because of Ezra's real world issues, do you think the Flash movie was re-edited to reduce his role in the movie? Um, I don't think his, unless, I, I think there were was a mm. reworking of the movie at some point, but I don't know if it was because of Ezra I, I don't know. I don't know. That is actually, that's, a, I don't think, I don't know that we'll know for a long time. Um, unless they go out and they talk about it. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised exactly given all the Ezra Miller drama if they were edited back a little bit more. Um, you know, but they can't, you know, it's in a big expensive movie. They can't exactly just replace Ezra Miller so you gotta do what you gotta do well I imagine if they were so dead set on getting rid of the Snyderverse they probably have this version of the Flash not being around anymore like I I'd be curious to see how it ends like are they gonna get rid of him too because he's part of that uh so I don't know I wouldn't be surprised if this is the end for Ezra Miller's Flash uh Andy says uh, they didn't really reduce any of Ezra's screen time because they play multiple characters, so it is essentially impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good point, yeah, if Ezra Miller's in this scene and Ezra Miller's in that scene, it's like Barry and Barry and Barry's talking to Barry. It's going to be pretty hard to <laughs> cut back on his screen time. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know what what's going to happen in this one. I just I just hope, my, my, my hope for the Flash movie is if they do erase all of the, the films that I have loved, uh, I hope they do it in a respectful way. Like Crisis on Infinite Earths, like got rid of everything in the DC universe, but it was pretty respectful, you know, respectful yeah. of everything else. It was like, hey, there's a Birds of Prey cameo. Huntress totally gets obliterated uh, by the Crisis <laughs> stuff, but like the Huntress and or uh, Oracle are in there. And like, uh, remember uh, that Grayson show? Pro I was uh, like excited. <laughs> I was like, sorry, Huntress, but it's great scene. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I hope it feels like that. I hope it's, um, uh, a, a feeling of like everything is valid. Every fan is welcome. I just hope it's not a very cynical like F you to fans of a certain uh, segment of movies uh, as part of the franchise because that, that would be really disgusting to me if that and I, I only have negative feelings about that because I just I know the, the movements that they have made in the past towards these films and so I uh, I have skepticism about how it will be portrayed. So I hope I go in and I'm like, wow, that felt like a, a love letter to some of the films that I have enjoyed in the past. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I don't know what it's going to be like. So uh, I'm just going to go low expectations and we'll see if it is, see if they go to greatest movie of all time. Maybe they will. I, listen, listen, we might be on here in a couple of months and we might say, listen, that was the greatest movie we've ever seen. It's changed how we think about life and how we think about cinema. <laughs> I'm really relating to other people differently. It's a, it's a, people have noticed a change in my attitude. <laughs> my skin is cleared up. <laughs> I have a glow now that I've seen the flash that I didn't have before. I think this movie is promising a lot of things. We'll see if it delivers. <laughs>
McGurk! I Do love typing. Do not mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you <laughs> like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Yeah.